you are listening to the End Time Podcast. We live in a time when there has been so much truth and so much deceit heralded as the Word of God. A time when the word prophet could stir so many controversial thoughts, heated conversations, and conflicted feelings. But Holy Scripture says to believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. This special series of episodes is a discussion around these thoughts and feelings. What makes a true prophet, and do they still exist? It is possible to tell the difference between the truth and the false. What is the characteristics of a true prophet and his prophecies? Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode. We want to go a little bit more into where we left off with Malachi chapter 4. That was the last bit of prophecy that had been had for 400 years. And yeah. so they were looking. They had, they had known that that was the last bit. That's where their Torah had ended. Yeah. And so where is this fulfillment? Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll say even in this moment, if that wasn't John, where is this fulfillment? It's something important to consider. Where is Malachi 4 and especially verses 5 and 6? If that wasn't John, who is it? In Matthew chapter 17, and there was Mount Transfiguration. Mm-hmm. And Mount Transfiguration, who came? It was Moses and Elijah. Right. That was transfigured with Jesus. And, uh, which, I mean, my, sorry, my, my thoughts just went right there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well it's, it's interesting because, again, here's these two prophets, Moses and Elijah. Yeah. Now, now Moses was taken away. Yeah. Elijah was taken away, yeah. but for what purpose? There's a greater purpose ahead. Exactly. Now, God can take uh, a man, but the spirit he can use again. So it's interesting because in Matthew 17, the first part, it talks about this visitation. But if you go further down in verse 10, his disciples say, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must first come? And Jesus he, here, he, he makes a very, very clear distinction. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Jesus answers, said, Elijah shall truly first come and restore all things. Now he's speaking future. Right. And, and this is what the scribes, Brother Andrew and Brother John, you were talking about. Because John didn't do that. No, no, well, Malachi 4 talks about the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Yeah. Malachi 4 talks about when the then the righteous will walk out on the ashes of the wicked yeah uh, but it it still has a twofold purpose yeah. and so so when you go to Malachi chapter 4 it, it it gives you two parts it says part one he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children mm-hmm. part two he shall turn the heart of the children to the fathers now, now, Jesus comes and very clearly identifies this. So in verse 11, he says, Elijah shall come and restore all things, pointing to a future beyond the time of Jesus. But he says, but I say unto you, Elijah is come already, and they knew him not. In other words, the ministry that went just before Jesus, which was John the Baptist. John the Baptist, yeah. Now, now, this is actually also witnessed at John's birth. Yeah, in Luke chapter 1, verse 17, the angel says to Zacharias, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, 
directly identifying him with Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And then it switches and it says, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So it only says to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. But that second part is unfulfilled by John the Baptist. So when, when Jesus speaks of it in Matthew 17, verse 12, he says, Elias has come already. And then in verse 13, it says, Then the disciples understood he spoke to them about John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. The one that had come, but not the one that was to come. That's correct. If that makes sense. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. Yeah. This is, this is actually one of the most uh, exciting scriptures in the Bible for the yeah. time that we live in right now. The end times. Yeah. Because it speaks of, even in Malachi 4, verse 6, it speaks of, as John the Baptist fulfilled, to her, turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, which means also that there was something that was aged and there was something to come out of it. The children right. come out of the father. And it was to turn the hearts of the father to the children. So there was something to come, to start new, to come out of, and that was the children. And so John the Baptist is saying, there's coming a change of dispensation. There's coming a change of time. Mm-hmm. And we're turning the hearts to that. Right. But then there had to come another time where now the hearts of the f- children had to be turned back to the faith of the fathers. Correct. Right. So there had to come something where then that would go on for so long, it would forget something and had to be restored back again. So this this goes back to a question we asked right at the beginning of this whole series. Does God still have prophets? Hmm. Does God still work through prophets? In 2022, is there still prophets that God uses? I believe the Puritan cannot be broken. You know, if God starts something in a way, he cannot break it. It has to continue in the way that he said it, like Brother Ed was saying. And so the Puritan cannot be broken. So if there was a prophet... The forerun, the first coming of Jesus Christ. And we all believe, and I believe every listener who is a Christian here believes that there's a second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, then there must be another forerunner to that second coming. Yeah. That second part of Malachi 4, Four 6. M- yeah. Has to be. Has to be fulfilled. And if I can back up even, uh, you know, just one scripture about turning the house of the fathers to the children uh, in the ministry of John, of John, John the Baptist. Uh, we read it and I just want to kind of read it over again because when John the Baptist comes on the scene and he starts preaching and as we think Brother Ed was showing in Matthew chapter 3 and I'm picking up some scriptures from there I think John as well read that if you look at it in verse 9 Matthew chapter 3 verse 9 he says and think not to say within yourselves we have Abraham to our father for I say unto you that God is able for these stones to raise up children unto Abraham so he's saying you know, they come to him and say, don't now start going back to thinking, oh, Abraham is our father. They keep on referring back to, you know, our father and our father. And John the Baptist is saying, no, I am coming to turn your heart from looking always at the father. I'm coming to turn that heart now to be children, to look, to become children, to recognize the father that is coming now in flesh, which is Jesus Christ. So we're saying, you know, as you guys are coming, don't don't now start thinking, oh, Abraham's our father. And, and they kept on saying, even when they met Jesus, oh, we have Abraham for our father. But here was, he was saying, no, you need to turn away from that and become children and recognize and now learn 
And that was what the ministry of John the Baptist was, to turn their eyes away from looking always back in the Old Testament, our father and our fathers, and, yeah. and turn them back to see now, no, Jesus has come, the father has become flesh now. Mm-hmm. And now become children and, and learn from him. Yeah. That was what John the Baptist was trying to show That's them well even put. here. Yeah. yeah. You could say that the conditions of the world around us right now are exactly like those conditions that were identified, the yeah. days of Noah. The days of Sodom and Gomorrah are here again. And, and what Jesus identified was that there would be Son of Man ministry, or as we would call a prophetic ministry again. As, as it was identified in John chapter 1, John was bearing witness of a coming light. Zechariah chapter 4 talks about conditions in the evening time. It says, it'll come to pass in that day that the light shall not be clear nor dark, but it shall be a day which shall be known to the Lord, not day or night, but it'll come to pass that at the evening time, in the evening time of the world, it will be light again. Light like it was in John chapter 1, when John the Baptist, in the spirit of Elijah, bear witness of a coming light. If I can bring in a question here, um, if you can help Brother Andrew, any of you here, because now, as we've been talking about, you know, um, the first part of Malachi chapter 4 and 9, uh, the second part of turning the hearts of the children into the fathers. And so we, we see in the picture that, you know, there was a first forerunner before the first coming of the Lord Jesus. And then, you know, according to the person, there must be a, another um, forerunner before the second coming. But now, uh, speaking with different people, um, the one thing I've noticed that when it comes to that second part, many people attribute that to the Lord Jesus Christ. So how how do we how how will you brothers, you know, can explain that? Well, the pattern is is clear. Uh, is before the people could receive the ministry of Jesus Christ, there had to be one that would forerun that. And, and, and you can take John the Baptist, but you, but you can go into uh, the transition that occurred when like it, was, it took a prophet to identify the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and the book of John, we, we've read from chapter 1, but you, you can go into chapter 3, or sorry, in, in the latter part of, of John chapter 1. And uh, this is when uh, John sees Jesus coming unto him now John is is his ministry as great as it was it also pointed to the Lord Jesus Christ yeah so he, he comes into the he sees Jesus coming this is in John chapter 1 verse 29 and he says behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world so this is the pattern at Jesus first coming and, and then it goes down to verse 30. He says, After me comes a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Mm-hmm. And I knew him not, but he that should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore I come to baptize him with water. And he said, I bear record. The Spirit descended from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water said, upon whom you see the Spirit descend and remain on him, the same as he which baptized with the Holy Ghost. And he bear record that this is the Son of God. 
So I'm going to go back to your question, Brother Max, is that if this is the pattern at Jesus' first coming, surely it must be the pattern at his second coming. There's going to be something that's going to point us to him. That's what Malachi 4 says, that, that I'm going to send somebody before me. It's going to point the way. And if, if we can say we believe we're at the end time, we believe we're in the coming of the Lord, there's got to be something to point us to that. So just to kind of conclude the answer to that question, so that second part is not Jesus. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, 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 and uh, again, I, the scriptures can't yeah. be broken. I would even say to go back to our, we did an episode in, in season one on um, the seed of Abraham. Not the seeds, but the seed. You know, where Jesus, where you, you mentioned John the Baptist talks about and says, um, don't say you have Abraham to our father. God's able to raise up these stones, children unto Abraham. And Paul would take it, say Christ, Jesus Christ was the seed, singular, of Abraham. So that you have the father and you have the, the children. There, there had to be the coming out of there had to be something coming out of that it was jesus christ that was the children that it was turning the hearts of the fathers to the lord jesus christ that he was before but he was also after mm-hmm. and rather that out of him as the scripture says in romans eight twenty nine, says for whom he did for no he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren so that speaks of children firstborn there's a birth that Christ wasn't, he wasn't the one that came and ended it all. He brought it to the beginning again. You see, he was the firstborn among many brethren. If Christ was the firstborn among many brethren, but it also speaks of and says, and to turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. In other words, there has to come a maturity. There has to come an advancement. So there is the first coming of Christ, which was to make things new, which was to bring Christ that he would, as the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world. There was a certain order and a pattern to how that all was laid out. But then the Bible speaks of his second coming. And that, that, that can't break God's pattern, as we've showed through so many episodes now of how God has laid out a pattern in his scripture and he cannot he does not break that pattern if he's going to follow that same pattern today how would it look today what would it look like in our day for god to follow that pattern through in the 20th 21st century thank you for listening to the end time podcast we hope it's been a blessing to you if you have any questions or comments you can reach out to us at etpodcast.com at etmtab.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at endtimepodcast. Until next time, God bless you.